Fall can be a little bit of an issue with the temperatures. You're going uh, really overheating at one point. You're uh, then uh, freezing the next. That's what it is around here for sure. To be ready for anything, you need underwear that can handle everything. And that's Tommy John. Tommy John has the great underwear. It's got the great loungewear. It's just always comfortable. It's always making you feel uh, just exactly the way you want to. And this is for men and for women. When you're wearing Tommy John underwear, you are so much more comfortable. You can do everything better. Name a problem with typical underwear, and Tommy John has already solved it. Their breathable, lightweight fabric has four times the stretch of competing brands, and they come with a no-wedgie guarantee, thanks to a non-rolling uh, waistband, excuse me, and legs that never, ever ride up. If you're looking for the best in comfort, you're going to love Tommy John. People love Tommy John underwear. They have sold over 18 million pairs so far. And uh, it's not why they don't have customers. They have fanatics. I'm one of them. I love them. They're great. You're going to love Tommy John. I've heard a million commercials for Tommy John and basically ignored the first 998,000 of them or so. Uh, but the truth is, when you actually pull the trigger on this, you're absolutely going to love them. TommyJohn.com slash Beck right now. Get 20% off your first order. It's 20% off at TommyJohn.com slash Beck. TommyJohn.com slash Beck. See site for details. And of course, that site is TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Radio show starts here in just a second. We have some breaking news on Brittany Griner. We'll get to it here. on Brittany Griner. We'll let you know what's going on in her world and uh, a whole lot more. Just a lot to talk about today. Coming up in 60 seconds. Well, we're almost to Christmas and that means it's time for gift giving parties with friends and family. Getting compliments everywhere you go. At least if you use GenuCell. GenuCell is the best in skincare. And every day, more and more people are discovering these great products. From now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off at GenuCell.com slash Beck. You can treat yourself or a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. It's a, it's a great gift if you're looking for something over the holidays. And it takes care of a lot of the major problems people worry about. Wrinkles and fine lines, skin redness, bags and puffiness, even sagging jawline. Uh, it, they can make them go away right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. And I can understand being a bit skeptical about a claim like that. But with its immediate effects, you can see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. So they're standing behind this. They're saying there's no risk here. Give GenuCell a shot. Included in every most popular package is a free skin hydration serum that will help restore your appearance. Look, you're going to be seeing a lot of people you don't necessarily like so much around the holidays. You might as well impress them with your looks genucell.com slash beck enter the special code beck get an additional 10 percent off your entire order every order is uh, instantly upgraded today to free express shipping 
It's genucel.com slash Beck, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn, who is uh, still a little bit under the weather. Uh, the breaking news on Brittany Griner. She's been released now. We yeah, she's coming her. home. Yep, coming home, be home for Christmas. Uh, exchanged her for the merchant of death. <laughs> it's just so good. Isn't it great? It's so good. I mean, could you possibly... <laughs> we've we've traded the merchant of death mm-hmm. for a WNBA player, mm-hmm. which makes... Now, look. First off, I'm I want Brittany Griner back in the United States. Me too. There's no Talked doubt about, about it. Many it. times, many times, I want her back. Yep. It's, it's, I'm glad she's coming home. That is a good part of the story. And I'm glad, for sure. even though she was, I don't know, in favor of the kneeling or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't uh, care. Back in the day, yeah, I, don't I don't care, care what her, her home. She's an American. She's an American. She's an American citizen. Mm-hmm. She I, likely. I don't know. We don't know the truth whether she was guilty or not. But there's a good chance she wasn't uh, guilty. She may have been guilty. Uh, there, but either regardless, the punishment does not fit the crime. Not at all. And obviously, the Russians were holding her as a chip to hurt us mm-hmm. as as this is going mm-hmm. on. So we understand that, and I'm glad she's coming home. There, the reason why I don't think it's worth focusing on that entirely is because everybody agrees on it. Everybody wants Brittany Griner to be here instead of in a Russian, you know, death camp somewhere in Siberia. So we all get mm-hmm. that. Obviously, there was a priority. And they should have been negotiating for her release. Sure. The next part of that, Pat, is the Merchant of Death. (laughs) Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Now, the Merchant of Death is, he's an arms dealer. And the reason I know a good amount about the Merchant of Death, and I I will say, there's a a chance some of the stuff I know about the Merchant of Death is false. And the reason for that is because Lord of War is one of my favorite movies. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. It's an obscure Nicolas Cage movie, and I love it. It's a great, great movie if you've never seen it. Now, of course, it's got all sorts of liberal messaging throughout. It's a very anti-gun. It's very anti-war, blah, 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 blah. But it's a great freaking movie. And it's the story of this guy. Mm. Now, they name him something else because they want to take a little liberty with the story. It's it's based on him. It's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this guy was an... He was kind of a low-level guy, wound up trying to be an arms dealer, rose up the ranks of this illicit arms dealer world. And um, one of his big innovations in this in this uh, moment was at the fall of the Soviet Union, he kind of took advantage of the chaos. He went in and, and negotiated with some of his, he was Ukrainian, I believe, uh, and some of his um, relatives and uh, people he knew that were had high-ranking military positions in the old Soviet army. Soviet Union falls, they're now there with giant stockpiles of weapons. The record keeping's not there anymore. There's no oversight anymore from the Soviets. It's it's over. It's dissolving. So he comes in and buys tons and tons of weapons, pennies on the dollar, and then resells them to like African civil wars. And he just rakes in the cash. And he goes through, you know, a, a period where uh, you know his brother's involved and he you know dies and and uh, has a huge drug problem and he get then this guy gets the merchant of death gets a big drug problem going marries a supermodel goes through i mean it's a it's an incredible story it really is worthy of a movie yes even a nicholas cage movie it's worthy of a nicholas cage movie and this guy did all sorts of things i mean he was responsible for God only knows how many deaths 
uh, he was fun, you know uh, the Liberian Civil War was one of his big uh, big targets. And this is back when Charles Taylor was in charge there and was absolutely brutal. Um, and he would funnel weapons to these wars, sometimes both sides of the war, just to sell more and more weapons and enrich himself. This is a guy who, you know, probably now is loved in Russia because he really, you know, emptied the coffers of the Ukrainian army <laughs> to sell a, a bunch of stuff mm. of his own down in, in, in other parts of the world. He was almost caught a million times, eventually was caught in, in I think it was in New York, and uh, was uh, put into prison and should remain there forever. <laughs> That's how this story should end. Instead, he's on a flight back to Russia. And we're getting a, a, a solid center with uh, good post-up abilities. So I don't know. It's a weird trade. It is. Yeah. It is a weird trade. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I'm happy. I, I'm happy that mm-hmm. Brittany Griner is I coming in. But then there's another layer of this, Pat, which is, look, do I want Brittany Griner back? We've already answered that question. Yes, I do. I don't care about her WNBA career at all. I don't I don't know much about her. I don't care that she's in the WNBA. I don't care about the WNBA. But she's an American citizen. I would like her back. However, Paul Whelan's also an American citizen. And he's been over there for decades. Yeah. And for some reason, we got Brittany Griner out but and not, not him. him. Now, you might say we only had a one-for-one trade, and that might be the answer to this. But, like... I know from a chivalry standpoint, I can make an argument, okay, even though he's had a much longer road in Russian detention, mm-hmm. we still go with we go with a woman for chivalry reasons. I, I, You can talk to me about that, but Joe Biden can't make that argument. He can't even tell what a woman is. This entire side mm-hmm. of our political spectrum can't define what a woman even is. So you can't make the chivalry argument here. If you can't make that argument, what argument is there? To bring Brittany Griner back instead of Paul Whelan, what what argument is there? Mm, <clears throat> she had CBD, and he's accused of being a spy. Well, I mean, maybe that, maybe, maybe that, maybe that's true. But I mean, they have already <clears throat> indicated. I don't buy that. First I, of all, he's not a spy. Right, we should be clear. He's not. That's he's definitely <clears throat> not a spy. That's total BS from Russia. But you know, you can understand that from a Russian perspective that yeah. they'd rather release her. And maybe that's uh, maybe that's part of it. I don't. I, I, They've already indicated that they would negotiate on this point in back channels. At least there's been a lot of reporting on that. And so... And really, you could exchange a spy for a spy, too. Mm-hmm. We've got people in who are held here that we believe were Russian spies, and they probably were. Um, yeah. But exchange for this guy, I'd be in total favor of a prisoner exchange in that eventuality. For, for uh, Paul Whelan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just a one for one exchange, spy, spy for, for spy. spy. Sure, I mean, well, and it's not, it's ridiculous to say this because he's not a spy. He's not, but yeah. that, but I, you know, again, I you sort of understand that, and I, I am a, I really want our, the American citizens that are in in captivity over there back. I, like it's a high priority. We mm-hmm. should be focusing on it. We should have people on it. We, you know, the same thing happened in North Korea. We saw activity there with the Trump administration. I mean, he he, he focused on this a lot. This type of, and he, you know, also tried to get uh, several uh, captives back mm-hmm. uh, from Russia. Uh, it's good to see that this is happening, but it just, I, it, there, I mean, maybe I'm being, you, maybe you're pushing back here, Pat, and I'm being too skeptical on this. Maybe, 
maybe I'm wrong, but like, doesn't it feel like the only reason Brittany Griner is coming back instead of Paul Whelan is that she's famous? Like, it, it does. It does. Yeah, I, it does. I, am I am I too cynical on this? No, I th- I think that's probably accurate. It's got a lot more publicity. Right. No one a knows who Paul Whelan more. is. Right. He's been sitting over there for a million years, and only his parents seem to care about it. Mm-hmm. And they've been trying to go to the media forever. And every once in a while, you see a profile story, and the story goes away. Brittany Griner is somebody that is in you know has some level of public profile, and. I, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like this is just a play by the Biden administration to bring back a celebrity, which, again, I, I'm happy she's coming back. But, like, it does mm-hmm. not seem like this is a, a pure decision. And I'm just I'm looking here. I couldn't remember when he was incarcerated. It was 2020. So he's been he's been over there for about two and a half years. Okay. In jail for two and a half years. Yeah, I may have got him confused with another he's one guy. He's sentenced, though, to 16 uh, so now she was sentenced to what ten? Yeah, nine I mean, or ten. This indicates mm-hmm. that they don't e- they don't even believe he's a spy. Right. The Russian government right. is not. If he, they thought he was a spy, they wouldn't sentence him to sixteen years and Brittany Griner ten for CBD. <laughs> right. right. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. We all know that that's that's ridiculous. They don't even believe he's a spy. They know. They, look, these people are chips. They're negotiating chips for the Russians, and that's mm-hmm. almost always the case in these situations. And I don't believe. And I, I, I frankly. Don't necessarily, you know, believe that Brittany Griner even did anything wrong. I mean, I, I think there's a good chance she didn't. Now, there's a chance mm-hmm. that she did. Obviously, like we don't think of. It wasn't even CBD. It was supposedly uh, something elevated from that. I believe was the accusation. Mm. Um, it was, you know, the. Uh, it was. Uh, I think she, the argument was at the time that she was using, like you know, how you'd use medical marijuana for uh, for pain management. You know, like that was the argument at the time. Now, God only knows what's right and what's wrong here. You know, she'll come back and she'll tell. Oh, it's hashish. Hashish, right. Now, there we go. There yeah. we go. Um, so, you know, it's a, uh, that probably is a crime there. Was she actually doing it? It's possible, right? I mean, she might look at this and be like, yeah, no one's going to do anything to me in the United States for this. It's not going to be a big deal. Uh, and, you know, what are the Russians going to throw out one of these big athletes and put me in prison? Maybe she made that calculation. And it, it, but, like, once the war heats up, like, that calculation's out the window. I mean, it mm-hmm. should have been out the window at the beginning, but it really makes no sense once the war, uh, you know, battles and, 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 and the buildup to the war starts. Obviously, they wanted revenge on us, and I think that's quite clear what was going on here, especially when you come to the the punishment angle of it right like it's one thing to get in trouble for a crime in a foreign country this does happen to people but they did they didn't exactly go light on her no. <laughs> like ah russian prison camp 10 years <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know it seems a little over the top a little bit yeah and that's why there was outrage over it and there should be uh and there should have been but uh it did take them took them a long time to get her out i mean the, she should have been out if the, if trump were in office I think she would have been out. Well, she might not have even been arrested, frankly. But if she were, I'll bet she would have been out in a week. Yeah. I, I Instead think that's of eight or fair. nine months or whatever it's been. That's probably true. I do think he, you know, he would have, he would have focused on it. He also had a, a different relationship with them. Right. I mean, it would have been interesting to see what happened in that, in that case. Because obviously, the, the, Trump's Russia policy was much, much harsher on Russia than obama's policy was on russia mm-hmm. by now, far i mean it wasn't even close he he said things that were nice about putin from time to time 
And everyone's like, oh, wow, he just loves Vladimir Putin. And then you look at his policy and you're like, wait a minute, it doesn't seem like he likes Vladimir Putin that much. There never seemed to be much love policy-wise. No, he was there. not soft on Russia no. at all. The reverse of that. He, he, I mean, he reversed soft Russia policies that Obama had put into place. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, I, I guess the... I guess the left-wing argument to that is, well, those are just the people around him. He, you know, he had people like John Bolton around him who were obviously more hawkish. And, uh, you know, so maybe that was it. The, he just agreed to what everyone around him was telling him. But I don't know. I, I, I think that's, that's what everyone likes to do with Donald Trump. When it's a policy that they like, they just say, oh, well, all the people around him are, are doing it. And when it's a policy they don't like, then it's him by himself doing all of, making all the decisions. That's just how this works with Donald Trump. He deserves credit for his his Russia policy. It was, yeah, it he was does. harsh. He does. And he was actually holding red lines, unlike mm-hmm. the previous administration. It would have been interesting to see, what, does this war even happen if Trump is in office? Yeah, my guess uh, is no. My guess is no. 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute. Life is about being active. Whether it's about going on your daily tasks or exercising, you know you're well when you're regularly active. But what happens when being active actually hurts by the end of the day? This is the position I found myself in a number of years ago. Everything I wanted to do in my daily life, all of the activity it called for, was held captive to almost constant nagging pain. When I heard about Relief Factor, I was skeptical, but my wife said, give it a chance. Not long after I took it, I could feel the pain begin to melt away and i've been taking it ever since and i can tell you that relief factor has helped me get my life back i love that it's not a drug but it was developed by doctors and about 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more your first step to becoming pain-free just might be ordering a three-week quick start for only 1995 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief 800 for relief or relieffactor.com find out all about this offer and feel the difference 10 seconds station ID. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. 888-727-BECK. Uh, wow. The um, uh, uh, Brittany Griner... Did plead guilty to having the cannabis, though, or whatever it was that was in her bag. It was hashish oil or, I don't know, something. But was that just because she had to? Right. To get the the lower sentence? Uh, And this also brings up the incredibly important uh, question about whether or not WNBA stars make enough money because she was only over there. To play more basketball so that she could supplement her meager income of $229,000, Stu. I love this. This is the one-time greed is okay, apparently. Yeah. Like yeah. $229,000, not enough. She had to go over there and, and make another, what, 500000 or something to play in Russia. Whatever it is, yeah. And the, the complaint there is not that, like, this greedy one percenter who's already making hundreds of thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. risked all of this and is causing all this international chaos mm-hmm. just to make a few hundred extra thousand dollars. I can't believe this. <laughs> if it was a if it was a white male, that would certainly be the storyline. Right. Uh, but instead... Instead, it's like, she's only making $229,000. <laughs> and she has to go to Russia to supplement that income. Does she? Yes. It's not enough. And yes, that's all, she, can't, she can't support and, her family on $229,000? $229,000. 
thousand dollars plus endorsements, yeah, plus right. all the other so things. So it's probably well, well over a way million. more that than that. But yes, that's just the two twenty nine in salary. But here's the thing. LeBron James makes forty one million. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Well, first of all, he doesn't deserve it either. That's a no, whole other story. Not. But uh, <laughs> that's just a side sports point. Yeah. No. You know, the NBA brings in a lot more money than the WNBA. In fact, it actually is profitable. What do you mean? What do you mean? Um, it, mm-hmm. They only bring in. I mean, it's it's really close though, because the, the NBA brings in ten million, ten billion a year, ten billion dollars. Just the ten billion. Just ten billion. Mm-hmm. The WNBA brings in fifty million. Are you saying that ten billion <laughs> is more than that? Huh? Really? No, I'm not a scientist. I don't. I don't. Know. I mean, are you luring or me? Or a into, mathematician? No, I'm not a mathematician. I don't know. Uh, wow. But it does to me. The billion thing seems higher than the million thing. It does. Seem yeah. That. Okay. Uh, that's incredible. I didn't realize it was that. Oh, bad. It's, it's an unbelievable disparity. It's an unbelievable gap. And, uh, and like, look, let's be it's clear. the W it's the NBA subsidizing the WNBA. That's the only reason it continues to exist. Yeah. I, I mean, like, look, it, it's just like, it's all about money. Uh, this, like I was watching, um, the cornhole championships the other day. Oh, those which, are riveting. They are freaking they are riveting. riveting. I, it is legit. They, I saw the other, I was also watching the uh, pickleball, uh, mm-hmm. some pickleball tournament the other day. Like on you, ESPN, on ESPN, like you know, they ever occasionally do those like ESPN Ocho type events where they, yeah. you know, they, you know, they drop in those different uh, sporting events, and like these people are also the best at their craft, right? They because Brittany Griner is one of the best female basketball players in the world. There's a market for that, just mm-hmm. like there's a market for the best cornhole player in the world. <laughs> it's true, yeah, and yeah, like it is, but like the best cornhole player in the world who might be better. At cornhole, than Brittany Griner is at basketball, is going to make less than Brittany Griner playing cornhole, most likely. Although that's probably getting close, honestly. When it comes to interest, I think cornhole and WNBA are basically on the same plane. But it's true, like you know, they don't get subsidized. There's no, there's no NBA to jump in and subsidize uh, cornhole. Right. So they got to make it on their own. And, and look, the champion might make a good chunk of cash. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look it up because I, I don't know how much a professional cornhole player makes. I bet it's in the but, six figures. Oh my gosh! Okay, uh, that can't be right. Is that right? <laughs> Cornhole game pays an average salary of six hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars. What? No, that can't be true, can it? No, ranging from a low of five hundred sixty-two thousand no. to a high of seven hundred twenty-eight. I don't believe that. No, the, I don't believe the, that. No, that's ridiculous. The minimum. No, here we go. Professional cornhole players make between five thousand. Yeah. And twenty five thousand per cornhole season. Okay, uh, right. Like, I don't know where this first article came <laughs> from, but it, it is not right. Are you on cornholepropaganda.com? <laughs> what the hell kind of this information is that? <laughs> this is like the most pro cornhole news source in the world. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. As you're seeing how cheap Christmas presents are this year, so inexpensive. How does saving, I don't know, 700 bucks a month sound to you right now? Maybe you got a lot of expenses. you got the high-interest credit card debt. That can be a killer. Of course, inflation is also out there making everybody's life miserable. 
That's the bad news. The good news is that there are solutions to your problems and American financing can help, whether it's putting you in a position to use your home's equity to help get you out of debt or any number of other debt solutions. They got them all. American financing is here to help you. For over 20 years, American financing has been helping people just like you achieve their financial potential by helping them save hundreds of dollars a month, sometimes as much as $1,000 a month. They don't work for the bank. They work for you. So they're not interested in trying to pressure you into anything. Similarly, they are never going to charge you any upfront fees or hidden fees. They're just going to help and give it to you straight. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net or 800-906-2440 for AmericanFinancing.net. Get your loved ones the gift of Blaze TV this Christmas. Use the promo code Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, for $10 off at BlazeTV.com. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Still under the weather a bit. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Seems to be some disparity in the uh, in the world of how much cornhole, professional cornhole players make. Because <laughs> the first article I read was uh, 637,000 on average. <laughs> no. No. I'm just going to say flat out, out no. Maybe not. Sometimes when you hear a statistic, you just need to say no. 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 Uh, it might be closer to between 5000 and 25000 yeah. per season. It seems like season. it's a, additional income is what I would say. Yeah. That, that sports you're, at the you're level. You're probably not doing this full time. No. It's hard to make money doing you know, playing professional sports unless you happen to be someone like Aaron Judge who just got a, a significant contract. Nine years, $360 million. Yeah, I, I'd say that's significant. It's good money, Pat. Mm-hmm. It's good money. And I think I'm going to renegotiate my deal here at the Blaze. I'm going to ask for nine years, 360, and see what happens. Because <laughs> I think they might go for it. Yeah. Well, you know? if only about 350 million of it was guaranteed, I want it fully guaranteed. Oh, you and do? Will not, okay, yeah, the whole thing it has to be 360. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So All right. I'm going to be a no on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I, I will say it's interesting watching. We all watched inflation hit us. Mm-hmm. We all sat here and looked at like. The price of bread and the price of milk and the price of cars and the price of rent and homes and everything. We all got hit with that and all watched it happen. And I don't know. Is that what's happening right now in, in baseball? In baseball? The, these contracts are massive. Xander Bogarts just got 11 years, $280 million to go to San Diego. Uh, Trey Turner to go to the Phillies, 10 years, $300 million, I think it was. Wow. But these That's guys, a lot. And these are <clears throat> stars, right? Mm-hmm. But like... Even like secondary level pitchers are getting two years, 30 million. The money that is flowing mm. through the sport right now. And you're Incredible. seeing this. You saw the same thing happen with, you know, people like Deshaun Watson, who, if you watched his game this past weekend, I mean, he was a little rusty. But mm-hmm. I know people of Cleveland are hoping that he can earn out that contract because it's a big boy. That's a big contract, fully guaranteed. Mm hmm. For someone who seemingly at any point can be accused of something true or not and will just be suspended in a reactionary fashion immediately. And that's a, a, bit that's of a the risk. Thing. His entire contract is guaranteed, yeah. right? Fully guaranteed. Yeah, fully guaranteed. There's only a few of those that have ever mm-hmm. happened in, in, fo- in football, but they're all fully guaranteed in baseball. Yeah, right. Wow. Jeez. 
That'd be nice, really wouldn't it? Is it? Be yeah. nice. That's it's just incredible. And so I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it is partially because of just these. There was a lot of money sitting around, and a lot of these people had it, and now mm-hmm. they're looking to spend it. I mean, the San Diego Padres just seem to have. I did they did they do they secretly have a money printing machine inside their offices? It must. Phew. Man, it's incredible. It's hit really every aspect of our society. And is baseball even that big in San Diego? I don't know. Are the par- are the Padres beloved? It- I, I, mean, I think Maybe. they're liked. They have a great, you know, kind of stadium down right in downtown. Though I will say, I've had several people I've talked to because I, I I love San Diego. I think it's a great, oh, it's beautiful, great city. Mm-hmm. The weather's great. The you know people I've always dealt with there were great. And the downtown is really cool. First of all, the airport's right by downtown. So you fly in, you're in, you're downtown in like, you know, five minutes. It's super close. Mm-hmm. And they have a really cool area and Petco Park. It's still called Petco Park. I don't know. I can't remember. But it, it's that, you know, their, their baseball stadium's right there, right in town. So I, I like that. I've always liked that vibe. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I talked to a couple of people who have been there over the years and said, similar to other California cities, it's changed. We've gone down this road where... You can't really safely walk around the downtown anymore, especially at night. Oh, wow. Because of the way the homeless problem is being dealt with, the drug problem is being dealt with, the crime problem is being dealt with. All of these things that are hitting places like San Francisco and Los Angeles and the other California and West Coast cities are hitting San Diego, maybe to a lesser degree. But are, I mean, they're making these cities impossible to even want to visit, mm-hmm. let alone live in. Mm-hmm. And they've done that all up and down the West Coast, from Seattle to Portland to San Francisco, Los Angeles, and now, you know, maybe San Diego, too. But, I mean, they have ruined all of these Democrat-controlled cities. Portland used to be a beautiful city. Uh, My daughter just visited there. Um, She was there, I think, over the Thanksgiving break. And when she was driving back to the airport, uh, she took a video of... Uh, the scenery that she was driving past. And it was unbelievable. It looked like, you know, South Africa. You're driving through the shanty towns. It is just so uh, slum-like now. It mm-hmm. is, I mean, there are just tent cities everywhere. And homeless people everywhere. And people that live under these overpasses. And it's incredible that you've turned in, you've turned this beautiful city into a pit like that and they've done that in in seattle as well they've done it in san francisco they've done it in los angeles and they've done it because they don't do anything about their situations with their homeless and the crime yeah this is a result of progressive policies yep Uh, full stop i mean like look there's always been people who were homeless there has always been people with drug problems and mental health problems and that's the vast majority of this Mm -hmm. problem right it's drug problems Mm -hmm. and mental health problems and serious ones and you know, the old way of dealing with this was to not accept it. The old way of dealing with this was to say, no, this can't go on. We have to protect the citizens of our city. Right. And we can't just let people come out and do drugs in open markets. Right your here. tent and it, just yeah. set up shop here. No, you, no, of course no. not. Right. That's not right. allowed. And the progressives have come in and said, well, actually, you are... You can't do that. You can't stop them from setting mm-hmm. up a, a tent. You can't stop them from doing drugs. You can't stop them because that's their lifestyle, and you're criticizing their lifestyle. <laughs> the right way to do it is to to affirm them, mm-hmm. to to help them, to give them shelter if they will take it. You know, uh, I can't remember where 
what publication this was in, but there was a, a column about this recently about a woman who lived in San Francisco and she would look out the window and see things getting worse with homeless people and everything. And they had an issue with someone who was basically crazy on the streets, but it was well known around the, around the, the area. And he was on drugs and he was having all sorts of problems. And he, he wasn't necessarily a harmful, aggressive type. He was just, you know, everyone kind of knew he was the nutty guy in the neighborhood. And one day he was having a major, major meltdown, major, major problems. And they saw him kind of melting down outside. The police were called. Police came in, tried to take him in, bring him to a shelter. And activists stepped in and they said, no, you don't have to go with them. Now, this is a guy in mental health crisis wow. and a drug overdose in progress, basically. And they said, no, you, are, you, you have a right to say no. You don't want to get this treatment, blah, 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 blah. When this mm. person heard this, the guy's like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I, I'm, I don't want to go with you. And res, re, resisted going with the police. The police left him on the street. Next day, he was dead. Oh, man. Dead. Jeez. Oh, this happens all over the country because of progressive policies you can't just let mental health drug issues go unchecked yeah and certainly you know like it, it, i can see how it would be difficult for you have a person who's wants to be out on the street you could try to help you could try to do certain things if they commit crimes you can bring them to jail but it's hard to control a person wa wandering around the streets doing things until they do something that's actually wrong i mean i, I understand why that's a, a challenge it's not a challenge to break down a tent city. You don't have a right to, to put tents in the middle of a sidewalk. Yeah, right. That's not something you have a right to do. <clears throat> right. That is just straight out progressive policies that ruin entire corners and sometimes giant percentages of cities. Mm-hmm. And it's happening all up and down the West Coast, and I'm sure in other places as well. Um, but, you know, the Democrat policies are so prevalent on the West Coast that... It's just really obvious there in those formerly great and beautiful cities. I mean, Seattle was beautiful. Portland was beautiful. Mm -hmm. San Francisco was one of the greatest cities in the world. Yeah. Now look at it. It's a mess. It's a mess. And it's going to get worse before it gets better because they love their policies. They, they're fine with them and for the, the most part. And the lesson is clear here. If you <clears throat> want your city to look like this, to feel like this, then elect people who are going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. They exist. They have D's after their name. That's how you can tell who they are. Because I'm serious. It's like, it's some issues are a little bit more nuanced, right? This one isn't. Right. This is clear. Yeah. If you continue to put progressives in power in these cities, this will continue to get worse. And it'll start spreading out of the cities to surrounding areas. And it will continue to go on Business owners, there was a, I saw a, um, a business, uh, it was like a small restaurant, Italian restaurant in one of these cities that had bur been burglarized 18 times, mm. 18 times. They walked in, they walked into their, in their, their wine cellar and stole bottles of wine from an Italian restaurant, you know, like things like this, 18 times. What, how could you remain open? You just want to run. Yeah. And that's what people are doing. That's what they're doing. So you're getting these giant swaths mm -hmm. of, of a city that are total war zones. Mm -hmm. And what people right now are trying to do is drive around them. And that's really it. They have just avoid those areas completely. You hope your business isn't there. 
And you just drive around them. And, and sure, you know, you can go to areas of a lot of these cities that are okay. There are still pockets that are fine, though it continues to bleed out more and more and more and more. And that's why people keep leaving. That's why we have a population explosion in the state I'm sitting in. <laughs> because all the people from the crappy areas of California keep flying here and never going home, which I completely understand. And for some of them, I welcome them with open arms. Others, eh. Yeah. Maybe not so much, but come here and just don't bring your dumb voting that's uh, the patterns thing. with you. Yeah, that's the thing. You're welcome as we'll long as you. as long as you don't bring what you just left with you. Just don't do that, please. If, if you got here and you're like, you know, that Beto guy might be a good governor. Dumb. Go back home. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More coming up. So what do filling up your car at the gas pump, eating out in restaurants, and buying groceries all have in common? Well, they are really, really expensive right now. We were just talking about inflation and about how it's every element of our society. How do you push back on this? You have to be more careful than ever. I feel like in the past, I would be like, "Ah, I'm not going to go through the hassle of trying to save money on, you know, some everyday purchase because I'm lazy. Now, you have to to fight back against inflation. You have to. Now, if you go to the Upside app, it's a great app. It will actually save you money on gas, groceries, and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use the promo code BECK. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. And I can tell you, as a person who did exactly this, I got 35 cents a gallon back on my gas. Full tank of gas, 35 cents a gallon off. Why would you not take this free money? Uh, all you got to do is get the app, you check in at the business, and when you pay, you get paid. It's easy. You don't have to like do all sorts of interactions with the cashier or like show them some big thing like it's really really simple process you download the free upside app at upside.com slash back get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas that's 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas at upside.com slash back stay informed sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Did you see that they, in New Zealand they uh, they took custody of a baby away from the parents because the parents didn't want the baby to receive a transfusion with blood that had vaccine in it. Wait, wait, <laughs> say say this again. Parents in New Zealand who mm-hmm. refused to allow their baby to take a transfusion of blood if. It contained COVID-19 vaccine. Now, uh, find the state in possession of their child. Oh they came in and uh, took custody away from the parents. That's amazing. That's incredible. That is amazing. You I mean, New Zealand has gone off the deep end on this, and so has Australia. I mean, they've been maybe two of the worst. Other than China, they might be the two worst countries on earth with this COVID situation. You do realize how thin the argument is from the left when they say, we just don't want anyone to get in between a doctor and their patient. Yeah. 
Okay. We, we just don't want the government involved at all in medical decisions. Uh-huh. When they try to make these arguments about the pro-life, pro-choice thing, that's what they always go to. They're yep. sudden, sudden and very limited time libertarians, uh, which is always Crazy. fascinating to watch because this is the type of thing that they cheer on. Yeah, now look, you might think yeah. that, that 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 it's ridiculous that you yeah, would take a break. you might think it's silly. Yeah, you might, whatever. Who cares <laughs> if you think that? You're not the parent. <laughs> right? right? Like, that's that. Right. That's where I end on these things. And is that really such a big deal to ask for? I mean, there's got to be blood that's not yeah, I mean, I, tainted with vaccine that, that you could give the baby a transfusion of, right? There's w- got to be. I mean, there, especially, I, I don't know. I would think the not, parents, but maybe they're not compatible. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the... Look, there's tons of people that didn't get the vaccine. Millions and uh, millions of them yeah. in every country, basically, mm-hmm. especially yes. you know younger ages. I mean, there's the percentages are somewhat low in a lot of countries, uh, but of course you could do that. Now, I, I mean, it's sort of ridiculous to to get involved in this, whether whether you think the decision is right or or not. I mean, like mm-hmm. you get to you get to parent your kids. Yeah, like, you're the parent. It's getting more and more where you really don't. You really don't get to. It takes a village, Pat. Oh, that right. is the place they want to go. It takes a village. You don't have a right to your kids. It's their yeah. their community property to a lot of these people. Yeah, and they don't like to say that. I mean, you remember the old MSNBC promo with Melissa Harris Perry, who was a at the time a, a somewhat uh, high profile commentator on MSNBC, mm-hmm. and she came out and kind of gave a pitch like that. We we need to realize these are not the this <laughs> is not the property of the parents. We we need to realize that this is a property of our community, and we all no. raise these children together. And no, uh, no, no, we don't. No, <laughs> no, we don't. No. You, I could tell you right now, Melissa, you do not parent my kids. No way. I don't want you having anything to do with the parenting <sighs> of my children. In New Zealand, they put this baby boy in the guardianship of his surgeon and cardiologist <laughs> for the purpose of consenting to surgery to address the obstruction and all medical issues related to that surgery, including the administration of blood. Wow. I mean, you can Dang. really push this to the extremes and find cases where you, you can say, look, I think we got to step in. I mean, I, I, there are tough ones when there's like basic basic cures for, you know, terrible diseases and the parent is just like, no, I don't want it. You know, I mean, look, yeah. sometimes those are cases of abuse and it's it's tough to decipher. But asking for a, a blood transfusion from a, from a different person doesn't seem like that this would right. rise to that level right. at all. Just how about with the, uh, without... Without the vaccine that I I don't know what's in it necessarily. The Glenn Beck Program.